How Murals Bring People Together, a conversation with Brian Snyder, Carlsbad, People, Purpose, and Impact, an essential podcast for those who live, work, visit, and play in Carlsbad. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. My name is Brett Schonsenbach. I'm the president and CEO of the Carlsbad Chamber of Commerce, and I am your host today. And today, I'm very excited to have with me Brian Snyder. Brian is the creative director at Snyder Art and Design. Brian, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. This is a a true honor. I'm really excited. Yeah, awesome. I was looking kind of at your background, and um, obviously, art has been part of everything for you. Went to college for multimedia art, and by day, you even work for a, a very cool artistic company, so to speak, the National Association of Making Music. Did I say it right? Yeah. A little update. After about eight years, I no longer worked there. Oh, really? But okay. I'm still a huge fan of NAM, yep. the Museum of Making Music, Yes. the NAM show that takes place in Anaheim and in uh, Nashville. But I'm kind of on a new path right now, focusing wow. on some new things. Wow. Well, this is like breaking news. Uh, like our, our listening audience is going to want to know. So is it anything we can, is it going to just come out naturally through our conversation or something we should just get right to? Well, you know what? It's up to you. I'm excited to share. I guess this might be the perfect moment. Well, as you know, I'm heavily involved with the community. Yes. And, and that's both art, but also helping stimulate local economic growth and sure. helping you know, people get their messages out, but also I love working with kids. Yeah. It's one of my passions. And so I've decided to pursue a career in education Uh and I'm currently in a program to become a science slash art teacher in the middle school. Fantastic. Wow. That's really great. So for the last eight years, you've been doing like graphic design and things like that for NAM by day. And by night, you've been supporting public art and making public art and doing all that kind of stuff. Not literally by nights, by night, by weekend, by every every other hour that you had spare through your Snyder art and design. So now you're going to kind of merge that, professionally speaking, so to speak, and hopefully get to do some art teaching in schools. That's the plan. I've you know I've been. I've been working with kids for many years, have murals at many school campuses, and that eureka moment when I realized, okay, this is what I should be doing is when I realized I was using my vacation pay Mm. to volunteer at schools to Mm. help inspire kids to find their love for art making. Wow. And at that moment, I knew it was time to make that commitment. So that's where I'm at now, but I'll always be creating artwork. I'll always be creating these community events. I'll be doing... Mm -hmm graphic design, Mm -hmm. video editing, web design, all the things I love doing. Mm -hmm. And I hope to merge it into the classroom where I can inspire kids to do the same thing. Oh, that's fantastic. Let's go ahead and jump into it then. Snyder Art and Design, it looks like you started it in 2007. Is that correct? Yes. I graduated college around 2006 up in San Francisco, came straight back to Carlsbad as many of us do who truly love Carlsbad. So I came right back. I got a job working as a digital illustrator for Mm -hmm. a a screen printing company. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was kind of looking and observing this new Carlsbad, even though I was gone for only three years, there Mm -hmm. were some changes. And 
I realized what I loved about San Francisco was this rich artistic culture. Mm-hmm. And when I came down here, I realized Carlsbad's so amazing, but I felt like this rich artistic culture had room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Not that there wasn't something already and not that there weren't amazing artists already here, but I felt like there was more. Eventually, I stopped working at that company and I opened up my own studio in the mm-hmm. heart of the village and I created this equation and the equation of all these different components, the sum of these components for me was an artistic culture. So I started mm-hmm. to pick off these parts of these equation, one being a working studio in the village. I yeah. thought it was important for the community to see a working artist. I yeah. always had an open door policy. Anyone can come in at any time and talk art, talk politics, t- talk about anything. Yeah. Uh, and then murals was a big component. Uh, art shows and creative art gatherings, public art making. And over time, this equation started to evolve. And today we have a flourishing art culture. And I'm just one piece. I mean, there's so many other people and organizations helping create this culture. But that's kind of what started everything for me. That's great. So you started Snyder Art and Design in 2007. And then in 2015, it looks like, you started the Carlsbad Art Wall. And that, of course, has almost become legendary in Carlsbad and Carlsbad Village. So tell everybody, in case there's some listeners who don't know what the Carlsbad Art Wall is, so tell everybody what that is, you know, how it works, because I, I love the concept. It's very unique. Well, thank you for that. That, like, gave me chills. It's been, it's been a project that I've envisioned, I first envisioned, 15 years ago. Mm. And I knew the success of the project depended on the perfect wall and the perfect partner. Mm -hmm. I actually built a 50 foot by eight foot tall, 50 foot wide wall. And that was going to be the Carlsbad art wall. And shortly after- Where was that? Where did you build that? So if you can imagine State Street and the train tracks, all the way north, in between there's that alley. Okay. So follow that alley all the way north and then there's a cul-de-sac. Huh. And I, uh, I constructed the wall that was going to be the Carlsbad Art Wall, and the property was soon after sold, oh. and the wall was demolished. Oh, golly. So, but it wasn't the perfect partner. There was no partner. It was just a back alley. Yeah. And then uh, Justin from Senior Grubbies contacted mm-hmm. me many years later, one of my best friends and biggest collaborators. We've been working on stuff for so many years together. Yeah. And he said, you know, I'm going to... I had to cut down a tree, but I exposed this perfect wall. Do you want to paint it? And I was like, okay, well, at that point, I had a lot of murals in the village already. And mm-hmm. it was never about me. It was just about getting art in the streets. Yeah. So I told him, you know what? Give me a month. Let me prepare something. I have an idea I want to pitch to you. And I, it's funny because I showed up like this full presentation and I've done them forever. Yeah. And uh, I presented the Carlsbad Art Wall. I remember at the end of the, the presentation, he looked at me and he's like, Brian, Oh yeah, you just tell me an idea. You know, I love everything that you do. We, we work so well together. That was that was in 2013, and March was the first mural that started. Nice. And yeah, that's great. And so, for those again who might not be familiar with this Carlsbad Art Wall that's on the the side of Senior Grubbies, every two months, I believe, it gets an, a new mural. Every two months, it gets a new mural, and I've kept pretty close to that schedule, if not almost perfect. Mm-hmm. So in the duration of the project, we've had over 30 artists paint this wall. Nice. And what I tell people is 
the art isn't what we see on the wall, even though I believe that they're all masterpieces. It's the creative gathering that it produces or that it facilitates over a weekend. Mm -hmm. so I tell people it's, it's a learning experience for those who are aspiring to become a muralist. Mm -hmm. It's an opportunity for the community to engage and communicate with each other. And it's an opportunity to create friendships, really. Mm -hmm. The art facilitates all that. Yeah. It's almost like the art is a trophy that represents multiple steps throughout a process. And that process to me is the artwork and the connections and the community that comes together because of it. That's awesome. Now, I can imagine though, a particular mural goes up. It has a certain popularity, a buzz and excitement. I mean, they're all great. And then two months comes around and people are like, wait, 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 wait. I love that one. You can't paint over that. I'm assuming that's happened. And I want to let you kind of take it from there and how that might have spurned your next super cool project that's coming up. Well, for the Carlsbad art wall, that is the most difficult part. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult on two levels. One, because when I curate, when I choose an artist, they're my favorite artists. Yeah. They're either my favorite artists or my best friends. So mm -hmm. I'm the one that has to paint over their artwork. And yeah. every time I do that, every time cars are passing and I'll hear honks, I'll hear, mm -hmm. and people will yell at me like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Who are you? You're ruining it. <laughs> so I always tell people as a curator, it's not my job to bring artwork that everyone likes every single time. Mm -hmm. It's my job to bring artwork that everyone likes at least one time, hopefully a handful times but yeah. the, the beauty of the project is the diversity of yeah, the artwork for sure and the diversity of the creative process that every new artist brings we've had local artists we've had artists from san diego from la and many international artists paint the walls so it, there's a huge diverse collection of murals and the people the artists who paint that their stories and their personalities I've learned that's what I love most is just engaging with these people, yeah. uh, these artists and watching the community engage with them. And I'm really lucky because they get to sleep on my couch and I get you know, <laughs> some good quality one-on-one -on -one time with them. Yeah. Well, and that aspect that you just mentioned of uh, bringing in artists from outside the region, like from a San Diego and LA or, or farther, that aspect acts like a, an attraction, right? So I might be familiar with a local artist and I might know their work from another community or whatever, but I want to come see like, who's this new artist? What's this new piece? You know, this person's from LA or San Diego or wherever I want to, it's unique. So it's, it's, it's a draw. And I think that's part of, you mentioned the economic driver that art can be. And I wholeheartedly agree that public art can be an economic driver. I love that aspect of it, of what you're doing. And I think that's the upside of changing with regularity the downside is seeing a piece you love get painted over and that like i didn't even get it i didn't get my selfie with that piece yet i think i said this process spurned your new thing i think i meant spurred but i meant it inspired it inspired your your new project and so tell us about that alley art wall the alley art wall well i get these ideas and Sometimes they take 
years to come to be. And sometimes they happen really fast, but you know, I, I like to plan things and invest time and do it right. Yeah. And this is, this one is a combination, but the, the alley art wall came to be not because necessarily I came up with an idea, but the community expressed a need for something. Mm -hmm. They told me a void that we had in the community and the alley art wall became the solution. Mm. All the time for, for years now, kids contact me and they ask, I love murals, I see them around Carlsbad, or I follow muralists online on social media, mm -hmm. and I wanna be able to do that. And they ask me, how do I become a muralist? Mm -hmm. And where do I go? And it hurt me to my core every time I told them, there isn't a place for you to go. Yeah, I learned to paint large scale by sneaking into the, the pit which is now the reservoir, the new park in mm. Carlsbad. But it was a big, essentially a, a cement football field space with embankments. And mm. I would teach myself how to paint large scale there for years and years. And that was, I had somewhere to go, but it was illegal. I was trespassing <laughs> yeah. every time. And I, I'm not gonna tell kids to do that, but I had to tell them there's not a space right now. Yeah. But over the years of hearing that, I started to realize, okay, there needs to be a space. We have ball fields for kids who want to play baseball. We have skate parks. We have swimming pools. What about the kids who want to paint murals? So that's how and why the Alley Art Wall came to be. And the Alley Art Wall is going to be a very large collaboration wall. So I'm going to bring in 18 artists who have formerly painted the Carlsbad Art Wall to paint a giant collaboration wall. So for those who are upset that their favorite artists have been painted over, now they're gonna come back yes. in a permanent fashion. That's great. Really cool, but my favorite part, all-time favorite part, and this is the void that was told to me, is there's gonna be a large dedicated space in the middle of the wall that's going to be Carlsbad's first recreation mural space, which I means at any time, an aspiring muralist can come to this wall with their own supplies and practice painting. That's so cool. And the moment that they finish their practice, they know that the next person in line will paint over. Could paint over theirs to practice their own. It's not about a masterpiece, it's about <clears throat> practice. And yeah. It also breaks down inhibitions because for those to, for anyone to paint in public space, it's it's not easy. Yeah. There's a lot of people watching you. There's a lot of people sure. critiquing you and people get turned away from that. But when people know that it's temporary, they're gonna be more inclined to potentially find their passion for painting yeah. murals like I did and so many other people around the world have. So let's talk about some of these different aspects. First, you mentioned 18 of the previous artists who have painted at the, um, the Carlsbad Art Wall are gonna be part of this. So right off the bat, you know, that's fantastic. Uh, you're getting 18 pieces of art combined into one or on one wall. And then in addition to that, um, there's gonna be this very cool youth practice area or anybody practice area really. It's not just youth, but obviously for youth. So that's fantastic. So <clears throat> this wall is, I believe it's on the Tyler Street Alley, is that right? Yeah, Tyler Street Alley. It's in between Roosevelt and State on Grand. Mm -hmm. It's actually on 
the wall of the ground up cafe. Nice. Who ha- they've been so cool about this. I that's great. You know, I had like a three minute elevator pitch moment, mm-hmm. and I presented this idea, and they were so stoked on the idea. Nice. And then I approached the Boys and Girls Club, yeah, and ended up partnering with them. Um, so we have like multiple partnerships working on this. It's an idea that I feel like is going to transform the community in a way that will now support the like the physical action of painting in public space. Yeah. I mean, the Carlsbad Art Wall does this, but this is going to welcome and invite everyone. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it includes everyone, so inclusive. You know, in addition, we talked about the local economic growth through public art. Yes. I hear, you know, weekly from local businesses who see people entering their businesses as, as patrons because they're in Carlsbad to explore the murals. For sure. It's, and, it's an know, attraction. And, and the local businesses in Carlsbad, they're all my best friends. Yeah. I've been working with all of them for over a decade, right. and it, their success is very important to me. So to sure. be able to help that is amazing. I mean, yeah. it makes me feel good. These are my friends, you know, my, yeah. my good friends. So the wall on Ground Up Cafe, give them another shout out for being mm-hmm. such a good community partner on this. Um, so y- you've been raising money, because obviously, you know, we're talking about 18 artists, we're talking about supplies, but really the artists themselves need to get a little bit of compensation here. So that doesn't happen free. So you've been raising money for this. And if a company, first of all, do you still need, are you still looking for more supporters? And if you are, what type of recognition would a company get if they were to support the project? When the Carlsbad Art Wall artists paint, they do it as a donation. That's amazing. And I've always told them, you know, first of all, I thank them. Sure. I mean, it's it's a lot. It's it's not a small wall. It takes two days. There's a lot of community engagement. Which yeah. I always say, please engage. The community mm-hmm. wants that. But, and they donate their time. But And I always tell them, but give me some time. I'll bring you back and, and I'll compensate you closer to what you should get. So, sure. So when I came up with the alley art wall, I knew I needed some help. I yeah. needed some help from the community. So I opened up the project to the community with some sponsorship opportunities, and mm-hmm. the goal was $10,000. Nice. And within a month, we doubled that goal. Fantastic. So we raised $20,000 extremely fast, which is amazing. I mean, to yeah. see that support you know, from local organizations, local businesses, and local residents. Yeah. You know, people who aren't making a lot of money and don't have a, a business, but are so supportive. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so I, you know, I, I started to just call people. I went door to door to every business, and I just shared the project, shared the opportunity, but also I wanted to field concerns, mm-hmm. and that's a very important part of public art is making sure that the community is supportive of it because we all have to live with it. Yeah, and I got nothing but positive feedback. Great, and a lot of financial support and. We are now at the point where everything from the finances and the liability, which is a big component, yep. is all squared away. Excellent. And I've started to reach out to artists. Nice, nice, nice. So I think I saw on your website that it looked like you're actually doing some prep, like defining the sections that the artist would would paint in. Yeah, I defined the sections. I also bought a 15-foot scaffolding that's on wheels. And I wanted to make sure it was safe. So I had to grid the wall and I used that scaffolding. 
and testing yeah. on yourself. Pretty course, much. Yeah. That was, it was like a That's big, the way we do things, right? <laughs> if anyone's going to get hurt, it's going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your wife loves that. <laughs> no, that's great. So you've got as many funds as you need. When's the, when's the start? When's the first artist going to start painting? Great question. <laughs> we have got the funds, but there are ongoing costs. So mm-hmm. the fundraising is ongoing. Okay. Uh, and I'm still reaching out to, to local businesses. So that opportunity is still there. Okay. The recognition that businesses get is a lot of social media recognition. Mm-hmm. And then on the pillar most up against the sidewalk where hundreds of people walk by probably daily, right. there's going to be metal plaques for mm-hmm. each sponsor. So that's, you know, that's really cool recognition. Yeah. And then um, you know, we've got some press and I've included, mm-hmm. you know, these sponsors in press and things like that. But it's going to be an ongoing, you know, celebration. Very I'm cool. very thankful. And so the next artist is, or the first artist, is supposed to paint as soon as next week. Okay, we're here. So by the time folks have actually heard this, that they could be either started or maybe their section might even be completed. There's a good chance there might be at least one section completed. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Let's just follow that timeline out a bit. So in your perfect scenario, when would all 18 sections be done? I mean, I don't know if it's ever done, done in your mind, but when when do you think it could be done? Well, the perfect scenario would be a weekend art celebration where every artist is painting all at once. I mean, sure. can you imagine that 18 Phenomenal. artists, you know, a crowd of people yes. all watching, becoming inspired together. Logistically, that's probably impossible. Yeah. But I'm thinking... In a two-month period, I envision the entire wall painted and the recreation mural space open to the public, and it completely finished and just kind of blossoming. So for our audience who has no idea what date you and I are sitting here, a two-month period, that so that could be roughly, let's say roughly, by Thanksgiving-ish? You, I think so. Wow. That's yeah. not far off at all. No, and it's... You know, I, it could be sooner. Uh-huh. You know, really, it's the artists are excited. That's and right. that's like where I'm at now is, okay, so I have 18 schedules to coordinate mm. and everything else. But the good thing is the artists are waiting. So it's, it's, it's on me now. That's great. <laughs> that's really great. You know, you brought up a point earlier that I think is very interesting and unique to this type of art, the, this mural, you know, type of work. And that's, um, you know, the community watching and the community's engagement while you're in the midst of actually doing the artwork itself. Share with us what that's like and and what kind of, you know, how that, especially like when you first started, if if that was that nerve wracking or was it, was it just fun or what's that like? You know, you hear things. Mm. I I always think about um, one mural I was painting at an elementary school up in L.A., Mm. It was my doodle character. The wall, yes. the mural was about about 20 feet tall, and the entire school was there. Kids at that age don't always have a filter. <laughs> they don't hold back. And they were letting me have it. Oh, boy. So I always compare situations to that moment where I, like, wanted to climb down the ladder, go off in a corner and cry. <laughs> there was, and, and they weren't being mean. They were just being honest. Yeah. I mean, they see a piece half done. It doesn't look great. Right. So whenever I paint... They don't have the vision for where it's headed. They just see what's at a, at a given moment. It, exactly. You know, oh, painting in public space, it's, there's always 
a, a level of nerves. Mm-hmm. Because one, as an artist, you want it to look perfect. Two, you want the community who's going to live with it to enjoy it. You know, that's, that's important for me. Yeah. You know, if the commu- community doesn't like it, then that's, I'll be the first person to paint over it and hopefully start over yeah. or, or, or go my own way. Um, but that's just part of painting in public space. Yeah. And I, you should never show up, paint, and leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I paint, I always, when I finish, I'll always, you know, I'll engage, I'll engage with people the whole time. But once it's done and everyone goes their own way, I'll go about a block away and I'll sit on the curb or in a cafe and have a drink and I'll watch. And I won't be watching the art, but I'll be watching the people who engage with it without me being there naturally. Yeah. And if, if I see people taking photos, that's a good sign. If people are kind of like high-fiving and hugging and celebrating, yeah. that's a good sign. If someone looks pissed off then I take <laughs> note of that and I'll probably approach them and ask, you know, is, are you cool with this? I love doing that. Yeah. It's kind of watching from afar and just making sure things are as they should be. Yeah. You, you mentioned how collaborative some of these can be. You know, I came here from the Vista chamber. There was a, a couple of times where I was engaged when I was there with some collaborative murals in downtown Vista. And one of them, my family and I got to paint was on the side of the Avo Theater in downtown Vista. And the Art Foundation in Vista had organized this whole community event. And so my family, we came down together to this art festival. And so we painted one planet of this overall mural. And it's pretty big, the, the planet, you know, but we have like this sense of like, that's our planet. Like we go by it still to this day. We're like, see that? We, we'll show people who come to visit, you know, we're like, we painted that planet right there, you know? So it's kind of a, a sense of pride as a community member that, that we have a, a little part in that overall mural that was done. So I think that, that yeah, the, you're right. The public art can be very collaborative, just f- so positive for a community. And anyone can paint a mural. You know, some people say, well, there's, you, know, you have to have a level of, of talent. And, you know, Bob Ross said that talent is a pursued interest. You know, if you have an interest in it, and you pursue that, you can develop it into a talent. And what I like about public art or just art in general is with that guidance, you know, you can learn how to develop th- this imagery and the Alley Art Wall provides the space to take that developing talent or that interest from the sketchbook where no one sees it to a public wall. So you're kind of, you're, you're building those yeah. skills, but you're doing it in the space that it will you know, you'll hopefully start painting in the public large-scale space. That's great. You had another project you did very recently that I think uh, will, and it probably already is, resonating with the community, and that was a, a memorial bench that you made a, a mosaic for Jack Monday. Of course, a lot of the listeners probably remember, you know, he was a 16-year-old who died in a car crash here in Carlsbad back in 2020. That was, it looks like it took you about 45 days to do that mosaic. Tell us a little bit about that project and and, um, where it is now, people, so they can see it and celebrate it. I heard of what happened to Jack Mm -hmm. and it it really affected me, but I hadn't known him or the family prior to that. Mm -hmm. And one day I was in my studio painting and, and his mom, Joe called me out of the blue, just wanted to chat. And mm-hmm. we talked for two hours. Mm-hmm. I, we both cried together. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we had ever had contact with each other. And after I hung up, I got on my bike and I biked to the location of the accident. 
And at that time, there were a bunch of rocks. There was a memorial, and each rock was painted, something about Jack. I learned a lot about Jack through, through those rocks mm-hmm. and through that conversation. And I, I contacted Joe right after that, and I told her, count me, and I would love to help you. And what she wanted to do was to celebrate Jack's life in a creative way. Mm-hmm. He, he loved art. He loved surfing. He loved friends. He loved rap. He loved baseball, skateboarding. There was a weird connection because when she told me all these things and then when I looked at all the rocks, his life at that age completely mirrors my life at that age. We have the identical interests. Oh, wow. And it it was a, a, a weird little thing that I instantly picked up on. And I told his mom that and it, it was a nice connection. So over... Over a year, we were in constant communication, probably phone calls or text messages every single day, sharing ideas, think of how we can bring Jack's story of kindness. He was such an amazing, kind kid, so Mm. mature for his age, the things he wanted to do to help people. He's always the kid that would find the kids at school who didn't have friends Mm. and he would become their friend. He was just, he was that kind. And over that year, we developed some ideas and the one idea that kept on kind of surfacing to the top was the the bench. Yeah, We were scouting locations and it's a really crazy story, but I was at the Carlsbad art wall while an artist was painting. Out of the blue, an artist contacted me, a cement artist. And he says, hey, I'm making benches now and I'm installing them around Carlsbad. And I wanted to know if you know of any spots to install a bench. Mm. And the day before he called me, the artist that I was hoping was going to help us make the bench contacted me and told me he wasn't able to, sure. to help out. So I was without a bench artist. Yeah. So this artist contacts me the next day. The timing was perfect. Yeah. So we started collaborating, uh, Jeff, the artist, myself, and the Monday family. And we realized, okay, we want a bench, but it has to be different. It has yeah. to be amazing. It has to reflect Jack. So we came up with a kind of curvy, organic cement yeah. structure that resembles a wave, one mm-hmm. of Jack's passions. And then I came up with the idea to mosaic it because we felt like, even though the shape was amazing, it needed more. Yeah. So I had never mosaic in my life. Mm. I spent about two weeks, maybe three weeks, visiting every ceramic tile place around, every glass and ceramic mosaic artist. I mean, that's how I do it. I just, I, I'm not going to start something so important unless I know how to do it. Yeah. So that was the research. We ended up producing a very beautiful bench. And it's down by Agua Hedionda? It's on the shore of the Agua Hedionda Lagoon on the West Basin. So right near uh, Southside and Tamarack Surf Break, where Jack liked to surf. So cool. when you sit on the bench, you can look under the 101 bridge and mm. see the waves breaking, which is perfect location. Uh, we worked with the uh, Lagoon Foundation, yeah. who were so amazing and so helpful. That's great. They, I mean, a perfect partner. They could not have been any more kind to yeah. know, the Monday family in this project. That's great. Great story. Art can do so many things. It can be so healing. It can be. It can help people process. Plus, it's just a fantastic expression. And I, I'm excited that you're going to be taking it into an educational environments and, and sharing your passion, your gifts. Before we go, we should we should mention that you have a couple of absolutely adorable little kids that are also part of your passion in life. I think, what, a, a boy and a girl, is that right? 
Yeah, Henry's seven, Stella yeah. is five. It's uh, fun. And um, my wife, Susanna, and I are raising them right in the village. They've yeah. grown up in the village. The village is their playground. That's great. Literally, they play on every rock, every tree. Yeah. They they know all the business owners. It's We feel, feel really lucky being able to raise a family here in Carlsbad. Well, that's awesome. Well, I want to thank you for taking the time to come and share, share your gifts, share your passion, share these stories. I hope a lot of our listeners will support these projects and more in the future. And thanks for all you do for the community. Well, thank you. You and the Chamber, you guys are amazing you know, partners for the community and local businesses. And thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us on our Carlsbad People, Purpose and Impact podcast today. If you enjoyed it, please hit the follow button on wherever you get your audio. And please tell a friend. We would love to hear your feedback, which you can share at carlsbadpodcast.com. You can leave us a review, ask a question, or leave an audio comment, which we can play on the show in the future. And that's all we have for today. Can't wait to see you next time on Carlsbad People, Purpose, and Impact. And remember, share some kindness today. It's free, creates goodwill, and makes you feel great.